And now, episode 46 of the Birthday Boy Podcast. And here's the host of the global pandemic COVID-19 Facebook Live edition of the Birthday Boy Podcast, the Corona Boy himself, the one and the only, Johnny Boy. You can feel it in the streets, on a day like this day, it feel like summer. Oh yeah, it's time for the Birthday Boy Podcast. Alright, a little bit late. Started about five minutes late, later than I wanted to, but that's okay. Better late than never. Greetings, good evening, happy Friday. I don't know. It is Friday. What's... what? Who knows? Is it Friday? What day is it? It's the 17th of April. If I didn't have that calendar, does it just seem like... Does it just seem like a really long march? It's a very long march. Very long smarch. Uh, let's see here. No, okay. I was trying to do something. Oh. Alright, let's get underway with the Birthday Boy podcast. Live on Facebook. Live on Facebook Live. Live podcasts on Facebook Live. Live Birthday Boy podcast. So I got a couple of things that I want to get to first, and then I uh, I want to try and I want to try and make this particular edition of the Birthday Boy podcast. I want to try to make this this thing as interactive as possible. There's Kimmy. There's Mikey, Crazy Mike, <laughs> BDL in the boathouse. Oh yeah, BDL is always in the boathouse. I wish I were in the boathouse right now. You and me, Mikey, and BDL, laughing it up in the boathouse, just like old times. Is that Stephanie? I see Stephanie. I see Stephanie's picture. There she is. What up, Steph? All right. I like it. I like all these characters joining some of my favorite people. All right. So, I got I have a bunch of stuff. I don't know I don't know what we're going to get to, what we're not going to get to. I got to turn this. There we go. Now I can hear myself better. I want to make sure I want to make sure that the the live gang can hear me as well as in the old uh, in the cans here for the audio version of the Birthday Boy podcast. There's Joey Shimo, what's up, man? All right. So I got a couple of things I want to talk about. Then, I, and then I'm going to try to get try to get somewhat interactive as we go along here. The first thing. So I was listening. I, I, I'm not going to talk about like I think we've heard enough about like going to the grocery store. Like it sucks. It sucks for everybody. It's not like my case is unique. Uh, yeah, people go the wrong way down the aisles. Who gives a shit? That's the way it is. Um. I was listening, I'm, you know, I'm just, I'm sitting, where where I'm sitting now is where I'm sitting all day, every day, because this is where I do my, my actual job, and then, uh, yeah, uh, Shima was just playing, just playing some Road Rash, were you really? Were you really playing Road Rash? That's fantastic. By the way, on that note, hold on, I'm going to take off the headphones for a sec. Since you mentioned it, Shimo. This has been sitting on my desk 
for quite some time. I know it shows up backwards on the camera, but uh, for those of you listening on the audio only, first of all, shame on you. You should be watching on Facebook Live. You should go and like and follow Birthday Boy Podcast on Facebook Live because then you can watch every Friday night at 6.30. And when I do things like this, spur of the moment, just off the cuff, off the cuff, I'm holding up the the actual copy. Oh, he's playing. Shimo's playing it on the Wii. Oh. Well, I'm holding up my copy of the Sega Genesis Road Rash. This is in pretty damn good condition, I must say. This is this is as close to mint condition as a 30-year-old game cartridge gets. And there's the cartridge. What else do we have here? We of course have the the case. We have the cartridge and. The, the infamous Road Rash book. The actual Road Rash book. That, uh, that I have spoken about at great length here on the podcast. Oh, man. And here you'll see there's the high score log. And this is where you can view... Yeah, it's backwards, so there's really... Uh, this, is, this, was the, uh, the, yeah, this is the infamous Road Rash book. Uh, when Nate and I became best friends... Shimo and I had already been... I have never owned the real deal. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, here's the real deal. So Shimo and I... Uh, Joe and I were friends long long before Nate and I became good friends. And, uh, yeah, at one point, of course, we would discuss uh, Nate's video games, his lack of quality video games, and therefore we felt that warranted a uh, an entry as one of the competitors in the Road Rash book. We assigned... Yeah, so here's... And here's all the... It's it even has the characters. I'm holding this up. Uh, yeah, Natasha, Biff, Slater, Akira, Biff, Sergio, Hell Dog. So you've got all the all the characters in the Road Rash game. So as you're riding along and you have your bat and you try to punch and kick and take the spiked bat and knock people off their motorcycle, and uh, and so there's whatever 15 characters or so, then you you win the race. You race them, and you can you know you can win by being the fastest bike or by knocking them off the bike. And uh, yeah, we put in uh, we had put in quite the list of names in this Road Rash book. That uh, well, we won't get into the names, even though I've, even though I've already held it up to the camera, but it's backwards. But anyways, this is where poor Nate had his uh, had his name entered in the book, and then one day was at my house after we had become good friends. And uh, he was reading through the instruction manual and said, what the hell is this? And saw his name uh, next to some rather unsavory characters. <laughs> and then, of course, what, what you don't see, this is the part that's, that's scribbled out here, which is where Nate's name was. And then at the bottom, you see Joe Shimo. Well, I'm not going to. Joe Shimo, John Hopkins. So Nate, <laughs> Nate scribbled out his name and put ours. I can't blame him. Uh, with a couple of dicks, but that's good stuff. Good fun. Always good fun talking road rash. And uh, so yeah, so we assigned all of the characters in the road rash game uh, names based on people that we knew, and Nate was unfortunately one of those names that we assigned to the characters that we were knocking off the bikes with, <laughs> with spiked bats. And uh, yeah, unfortunately, he. Uh, yeah, that's just that's a story that will never it will never go away. It will never die. But it's all good because Joe and Nate and I together we make up the unstoppable 
threesome known as Menage a Trois. So we're all best of friends. Uh, so speaking of video games, speaking of Road Rash, speaking of video games, so like, I, I'm not, uh, hey, there's Nate, Nate Stengrevix, Kim, Ho <laughs> Stephanie <laughs> says, Kim, Kim Hopkins, you need to take away that thing once and for all. The road, nobody is taking away this priceless artifact. This is, this is the original Road Rash. The original Road Rash game, the original Road Rash book. That's getting... The only time that's going away is when I die and it's going to be buried with me. <laughs> oh my god. So, oh hey, there's Pearly. Hey Lamb Chop. So Pearly joined last week and I hope you don't mind me <laughs> calling attention to you, Pearly. <laughs> I hope you don't leave as a result of me calling attention to you because I... Uh, yeah, l last week Pearly joined the live, the live stream, the live feed, whatever this is, and uh, and of course I for all, many years have called Pearly. I've referred to her as Lamb Chop. She's referred to me as Buttercup because one we used to work together, and uh, one of my favorite people Pearly is, and one t one of the many times that Pearly helped me out of a jam by doing something for me that I couldn't do because I'm stupid, and. Uh, and Joe says we should bury Road Rash with Nate if he dies first. <laughs> yeah, I think that's fair. Whoever dies first, let's be honest, it's going to be buried with me. <laughs> I think that's safe to say. But anyway, so Pearly, uh, we worked together. And uh, and one time, yeah, I don't know, we were we were pinging each other. We were IMing on the, on the thing. Pinging, as everybody says. And uh, Pearly jokingly said, thanks, uh, no problem, I... I said thank you and she goes no problem buttercup and then i and i didn't have a word to come back with so i tried to think of a comparable a comparable name to buttercup so i called her lamb chop and partly's response was lamb chop what the hell's wrong with you i'm like it's pretty much the same as buttercup isn't it either way hello lamb chop great to have you on board watching the podcast i think i hope i hope this is this is either going to be uh, good in a good way or complete train wreck disaster kind of way. We'll find out soon enough. Uh, there's Carl. Hey, buddy. Carl Hat in the house. Uh, so, <laughs> so we were talking about video games. We were just we just held up. I held up the Road Rash book, the Road Rash cartridge, and that made me think of uh, that made me think of. Um, hey, Ryan Alverson. My uh, my longtime uh, wrestling compadre from back in the day, back in the old wrestling team days. What's going on, buddy? Um, awesome haircut, by the way, Alverson. Looking good, my man. So back to video games. <laughs> so I was thinking the other day. I was listening to a video game podcast, and the question was, "Have you ever rage quit a video game? Like you got so mad that you said." Fuck it, I'm done. I'm not playing this game ever again. And a lot of these people, either they're full of shit or they're just much more mature than I am because they said, yeah, I haven't really, nothing lately, not since, uh, like, I became an adult, to which I'm like, yeah, right, please. And I was thinking about it. I was like, did I ever rage quit a video game where I got so angry that I stopped and I never played it again? Because there's a lot of games that I get angry and then I just turn it off and I might not go back to it for a while. 
Maybe it's a day or two. Maybe it's a year or two. And then I go back and whatever. It's fine. Um, but then I remembered there was one particular game that I did rage quit. And I, I, I made sure... That was probably the last game that I rage quit. And I think I was about 25, maybe. <laughs> so I was like... I was past the age that one should be rage quitting any kind of video game. And, uh, yeah, I was, it was a game called gun and it was a, it was a wild west video game. It was pretty good. Um, you know, the red dead games are a million times better, but this game gun, I was playing along. It was good. I was, it was during grad school and I think it was spring break during grad school. And so I was in my bedroom at my parents' house and which is where I lived during grad school. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was spring break. I was home. I was in my, my bedroom. I was playing this game called gun and I got to one of the bosses and this son of a bitch boss, all he does is ride around in circles on a horse. He just goes around and around in circles and you try to shoot at him. And I just, either I was terrible at the mechanics or it was just not that great of a game. It was a good game up until then. And I just, I couldn't hit the guy at all. I, I couldn't, like, it was, it was the most, it was the most frustrating thing ever. I was, I, I was, I was really, like, I was really losing my shit. And I mentioned, again, I was 25, living at my parents' house on spring break while I was getting my MBA. So it's like a, it's a whole, it's a real interesting combination of, like, adulthood and complete and total immaturity and jackassery. Uh, because here I am getting, getting my, getting my advanced degree, <clears throat> getting my advanced degree in business, but I'm also playing video games in my childhood bedroom at my parents' house. And they were out of town. They were on vacation somewhere. I don't know if they're in Florida, who knows? Uh, but I got so, <laughs> I've never gotten this angry at a, I've gotten mad at games and gotten pissed off and swear and throw a controller or something like that. But I got so mad at this game that I... <laughs> But I stood, like, I didn't even throw the controller. I It was one of those things where I put the controller down, and I thought I was done. I was like, you know what? I'm just not going to play it. And I walked out of my bedroom, but then the farther away, the more I thought about it, the angrier I got. So then I went into uh, the guest bedroom, and my parents had this old bed. It was their old bed that was a guest bed, and they had the wooden bed knobs on top of it. And I was so mad that I picked up one of the bed knobs, and I was just like... I was walking out of the room and I turned around and I just threw it on the floor. I threw this bed knob on the floor as I turned around. I was like, motherfucker. I threw the bed knob on the floor. And all of a sudden I heard the sound of shattering glass. And then I, I was like, what the fuck? And I went back and somehow I threw this wooden bed knob with such force that it somehow bounced off the floor. I don't even know how, like physically, I don't know how this could happen. I feel like this defies the laws of physics, like how this was able to happen. But this bed knob somehow bounced up three or four feet in the air and then shattered, and this is like the middle of, I don't know, March, I guess, shattered the glass. So there's glass, there were, luckily there were two, uh, two panes of glass. So it wasn't like it was just opened up to the outside, to the winter elements outside. But still, it was, uh, it was you know, a protective layer of glass that insulated and <laughs> kept the house warm so suddenly. So now there's glass everywhere, all over the floor, all over the carpet, uh, all over the windowsill. And, and, the, and the outer pane of glass is, luckily, nothing happened to that. But it's so thin that it's starting to fog up because it's, it's just such a thin layer of glass. 
And, uh, and then I said, well, shit, now I don't know what to do. So I've, I believe I just cleaned up as much of the glass as I could. And then I called, a, there was a local company called Glass Doctor and they came over like a day or two later and then they charged me like a hundred dollars and they put in a new, <laughs> put in a new window. And, uh, yeah. And that's the story of what a fucking idiot I am. Uh, because I was playing a cowboy video game. 25 years old in grad school playing a cowboy game and I got so mad that I threw a bed knob and it crashed through a, an entire plate of glass and uh, instead of just turning off the game I, I ended up spending $100 to buy a new window for my parents house uh, so yeah that's that's that was my there's I don't have any uh, there's no topper to that for me that was the ultimate rage quitting I think that was the last time I think that wasn't the last time I got mad at a video game, but it was the last time I got that mad at a video game because then I said, Jesus Christ, man. Well, yeah. what a Kim Hopkins writes, what a baby. <laughs> oh, man. And a year and a half later, you would marry that baby. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, but it's true. What a, what a fucking baby. Uh, it was like... It was like right out of an 80s sitcom where like the parents are out of town and all this stuff gets broken, except way less fun and cool because usually in 80s sitcoms, like there's a big party, there's a big rager and booze and friends and all kinds of fun stuff, girls and things like that. Me, it was just like, yeah, big baby threw a wooden thing and broke a glass because I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't win at the cowboy game. The cowboy's too hard for me to beat, so I'm going to beat this. I'm going to beat up this window. Oh my god! Yeah, what a jackass! <laughs> yeah, but I never. Yeah, I've had. Uh, I've had some. I've had some angry <laughs> blow-ups at video games, but that one. Yeah, that was the one. That was the one that really... That was the only one that cost a lot of money and did actual physical damage to something <laughs> in, a, in a significant way. Uh, so let's see. So, so I've got a few things. Uh, you know what? I just found out a couple days ago. Bank Life, Beach Coast. Uh, the actual bank on which Bank Life is based, which is... Uh, you know, very loosely, loosely to a point that it would never be, you know, lawyers would never have to be involved. But uh, uh, there's a character in Bank Life named uh, Cookie, Cookie Sampson. And the individual on which he is loosely based in real life, uh, Corky Hudson, Dennis Corky Hudson, passed away a few days ago, or maybe it was about a week ago, but it was uh, just brought to my attention this week. Um, yeah, he passed away, uh, yeah, a week or two ago, and I just found out this week, my buddy Chris texted, uh, yeah, he was 92 years old, so good for him. I don't know that it was corona-related, probably not, but, yeah. In any event, yeah, Corky Hudson, rest in peace, and so Corky, uh, Corky's father founded Seacoast Bank in Stewart, Florida, Corky was president and CEO of the bank until the ni 1997, 98. And then his son, Denny, uh, Denny Hudson, on whom <laughs> uh, Lenny Sampson is based on Denny Hudson. And, uh, yeah, he's currently the president and CEO of the bank. And uh, when I worked there about 10 years ago, Corky 
was he's still on the board. He's still on the board of the board of directors, uh, and would just regularly you'd see him show up at the bank. And the thing about Corky, uh, super nice guy, like one of the nicest guys, and just like you know, the greatest generation, all that stuff. So it was exactly what you would think. He served, you know, he was a veteran, all that stuff. And you <laughs> you would see Corky. And he wore a suit jacket that was probably from when he was last uh, actually president of the bank, CEO of the bank, because it seemed to be about five sizes too big. Same suit jacket that we, he would wear every time. If you watch Impractical Jokers, these late, the latest seasons, it's like the kind of thing that Sal wears when he has to put a suit on. It's a giant, this humongous suit jacket, sport coat. He never wear he would never wear pants. I don't know if I ever saw Corky wearing pants. He wore short shorts and they were so short and the suit jacket was so long that it just looked like he was walking around walking around the bank with no pants on. And he would usually just be wearing like I don't know if he was wearing boat shoes, flip-flops, sneakers. I can't really remember. I feel like it was nice like dress shoes and no pants and a suit jacket. And, uh, and then I would see him, you know, there were times that I would be walking to my car or something or I would see him out there and I'd be like, Hey, Corky, how you doing? And he would say, ah, it's 10 o'clock and I'm not drunk yet. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, Sorry. I mean, I don't know. You're retired. You can do whatever you want. Uh, man, he was, but he was a smart dude too. Like there were a lot of, there were a lot of jackasses in that boardroom and he was one of the really like. He kind of knew his shit and could like talk about things that were that young people should have known, but he was the one who was like pretty smart on that stuff. So, yeah, the original Cookie Sampson, aka Corky Hudson, rest in peace. And then uh, another memory of Corky was I was there was a post office next to Seacoast, and occasionally I'd have to go over there and, and mail stuff. I don't know, I don't know if it was my own personal stuff or like banks. I don't even remember. It was like once or twice I had to go over there. Anyways, I was standing in line at the bank, and Corky was in line too, and some other old-timer was there. And they, you know, it's a small town in Florida, and everybody's a million years old. They all know each other for 90 years. So he knows everybody. Everybody knows him. And one old-timer started, he's like, Hey, hey, Corky, old bastard. And he's like, Ah, hey, how you doing? And they're going back and forth, and like, and the old guy's like, he's like, How old are you now? And Corky's like, oh, I'm at the time, he's like, oh, I'm 80, whatever, 84, 86, I don't know. And, uh, yeah, I think 80 would have been 84 at the time. It's like, I'm, I'm 84. And the, and the other old timer's like, 84? Jesus Christ, I'm 88 years old. I look like I could be your son. You look like shit. You look terrible. And then they would just, like, they would just start laughing. And Corky'd be like, ah, you son of a bitch. I could still kick your ass though, and then and he's just standing there in a suit jacket and no pants and his short shorts. That's that's Florida, and uh, yeah, unfortunately, Florida is a little less Florida-y now that uh, now that old Corky has gone to the big to the big bank in the sky. Yeah, rest in peace, Corky. That sucks. That's sad. I that was one of those guys that you just think is gonna like Mr. Burns, not in an evil way, but just like he'll just be there forever. He'll live to be you know, 118 years old and, uh, and still going to those board meetings with no pants on. All right. So, so now I want to get a little, uh, uh, so, oh, Hey, there's Alex. Hey dude. 
thanks for joining the old podcast. I think uh, I think we're gonna we're gonna really get into some fun now. Hopefully, this is where it's either gonna be like it's gonna be a total train wreck, or well, it'll be either a total train wreck or a complete train wreck. Because um, I thought based on based on my buddy Nate Stengrevix, who uh, who's I believe is still in here watching somewhere. So I've mentioned this before. Uh, Nate has he's in a bunch of bands. I've talked about this on the podcast a million times, but Nate uh, he was in a band called Twenty Eight N, the Bad Chaperones, um, Bark Eater, like all these different bands, and he does his own thing, just a solo acoustic thing, which is under Just Nate. That's what he calls himself. He has a Facebook page. You should go and like and follow Just Nate on Facebook. And Just Nate, excuse me, Just Nate has been performing every Saturday night at 7 o'clock Eastern Time, live on Facebook. And he performs from 7, my God, this dude goes until, I'm alive, I'm here. Ah, there he is. There he is, my man. Um, so, So Just Nate on Facebook every Saturday during this quarantine, he's done like four or five in a row now, uh, I... I'm guessing I'm going to, I'm not a betting man, but I'm going to guess that he's probably going to do one tomorrow night. And if so, you should tune in on Facebook live Saturday night, seven o'clock every Saturday during this quarantine. Uh, and he's, he does tunes for like three hours and he's taking requests and I, you just throw a song and then a week later, if he doesn't know it, he learns it. And then a week later, you've got like a song that you requested and these, all these great tunes, you know, a lot of nineties stuff, a lot of really good stuff. Uh, he played a couple couple things for me last week, which I was very pleased to hear a little Smashing Pumpkins and a few others. And he gave a shout-out to the Birthday Boy Podcast, which I, I really appreciate that too, buddy. That was, that was real sweet of you. Um, so anyway, so, so I feel like as I'm watching Nate, and during the week, I, as, I, as I ponder what could I do on the next podcast... Now, now that we've called the real Cliff, now that we've had the real Cliff on the podcast, uh, and not for the last time, but I, I think to myself, what, how could I possibly, how could I possibly top the real Cliff on the podcast? And I'm watching Nate, and he's playing these songs. And by the way, uh, Nate, your performance last Saturday was that was your best one so far, which is saying something because those are they're all great. And uh, and this last one, and I'm um, I'm the kind of person who would compliment somebody because they gave me a shout out on their podcast and plugged my podcast or on their live performance. But in this case, even if you hadn't made any mention of the Birthday Boy podcast, that that was last Saturday, I think was was your best yet. Guy just man, talk about the golden pipes. Oh boy. Um, so I was thinking, like, man. You know what a what a great what a great talent to be able to like I wish I could just you know if I could just play a, a guitar and sit here and like sing songs for a few hours and play some tunes and take some requests live on the uh, on the Facebook feed on the Facebook chat get some water I thought man that would be like just the coolest thing if I could if I could do something like that I can't because uh, a I have no musical talent uh, b I have no singing ability. And C, I have no singing ability or musical talent. So those factors, unfortunately, prevent me from providing any kind of uh, any kind of musical entertainment on any regular basis. 
Although I sing to my children all the time, and they love it. They absolutely love when I sing, especially, you know, back in the pre-quarantine days, if I could take them to school and drop them off, and I would ask if they would want me to start singing and just, like, improvising a song while we got up closer to the school so all the teachers and friends could hear me sing as I'm pulling up, like, it's another great day at school, have a great day at school. And for some reason, they don't like that. I don't understand it, but... <laughs> kids, you know, uh, so I can't sing like, you know, Nate tune in on Saturday nights to just Nate on Facebook. If you want to hear some good singing and guitar playing and his adorable kids singing and all this others, I mean, it's great. I can't do that. I'm not going to, I never will. However, I thought perhaps, perhaps we could do uh, a little, a little karaoke Womack style. Uh, or a little cliffyoke, as I like to call it, and uh, and maybe maybe I could uh, maybe I could uh, persuade some of the Cliff family members to sing a tune, and yeah, this could really be a disaster. But what the fuck? I've <laughs> that's what this podcast is all about—is me looking like an idiot. Uh, so in this case, I thought I would I thought I would kick things off. If uh, if anybody's interested, I thought I'd do a little a little Womack style karaoke, couple of uh, couple of different tunes I've got lined up. I'm gonna kick off just one or two, and then uh, yeah, if we want to keep it going, I could take one or two requests, and you could give me a, you could throw me a song, and a Cliff family member, and I could do my best. I'll just God bless YouTube. Because you could just type in a thing and you just get the care. Whatever you want is on YouTube. Whatever Anything you want is right here. Everything in the universe is just right here. So if I want karaoke, I've got it. And uh, so right now, I'm going to give me two seconds here. But uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kick off a little a little cliffyoke, a little karaoke, Womack style. And I thought... Um, <coughs> And this is this is not, by the way, this has not been rehearsed in any way, shape, or form. This has just been, uh, this has just been, uh, whatever. This is this is gonna be. I'm too sexy by Scottish Cliff. Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. Let's. I'll I'll give that a try. First, though, I want I want to get one out of the way. Uh, I thought that it would be fun for, uh, for Grandma Cliff. Oh, and by the way, I do. I just remembered. I do have sounding board theater for later, and I have a good one. This one is, this is unbelievable. So I think we'll do a little cliffyoke, then I'll get to the little sounding board theater, and then I've got some more uh, interactive fun uh, to finish off the podcast later. Got lots planned. Unlike last week, where I had nothing planned, and this week I have maybe too much planned. Let's see. Uh, so I have. So I, I want to do. Or I should say, Grandma Cliff wants to start off with with one tune that she's asked to perform, and then oh my God, I'll I'll see what I can do, Nate. I'm too sexy by Scottish Cliff. <laughs> this is uh yeah, we'll see. Um, I'm gonna do a little. Hold on, it's <coughs> a little Corona cough there. Clear out the old pipes, and uh, let me let me get into character. Oh yes, hello. Yet Cliffy, Cliffy, this is Cliffy Oki. This is a brand new fun thing we're going to do. From now on, we'll do this at the Holiday Spectacular. 
on Hilton Head Island, the Womack Family Spectacular. But I thought I would start off the Womack, uh, uh karaoke Womack style, Cliffy Oakey, with a little, uh, y do you remember Joe Jackson from the 80s, Cliff? I thought, I thought I would give you a little taste of my golden pipes, Cliff, uh, because, uh, before I taste uh, Jorgen Jurgen Sven's golden pipes, if you know what I mean, Cliff. Okay, and, and speaking of Jorgen Jurgen Sven, I have great news, Cliffy. I'm in quarantine with him right now, and he's going to help me out with this, with this song, my favorite song, one of my favorite songs, uh, uh, one of my favorite tunes, Joe Jackson, a little stepping out. Here we go, let's see. Oh, yeah. Oh, baby. Here's some, if you want to hear these golden pipes, get ready, Cliff. You've, this is your grandma like you've never heard me before. Oh, my God. I love this song. Oh, Christ. I'm wet, Cliffy. I'm wet. Here we go. I hope you can hear the music okay, Cliff. Naturally, the real Cliff didn't join the call. Anyways. Okay. Now... The mist across the window hides the lines But nothing hides the color of the lights that shine Electricity so fine Look and dry your eyes <coughs> Oh, that was so good Oh my god, yes, gold Ugh we so tired of all the darkness in our lives with no more angry words to say can come alive get into your car and drive to the other side stepping out take it Jorgen into the night into the light you babe stepping out into the night into the light we are young but getting old before our time not me we'll leave the TV and the radio behind <laughs> Don't you wonder what <laughs> we'll find stepping out tonight. Lay off the hundreds. That's what's kept me so youthful. <clears throat> you can dress in pink and blue just like a child. Oh, there we go. And in a yellow taxi, turn to me and smile. We'll be there in just a while. If you follow me. Oh, I'm a baritone. Stepping out. We are stepping out. Into the night. Into the light. You, babe. Stepping out. Into the light, into the night, into the light. Oh, Christ.
We've lost 17 viewers during this song. I wonder that's probably just a mistake. That's probably just fake news. Is there more? Is there actually more? Oh. Me, babe. I'm gonna take this one stepping out. Into the night. Into the light. You, babe. Stepping out. Into the night. Into the light. Me, babe. Stepping out. It is I, Jorgen Jurgens Fen. I'm from Norway. Into the night. Into the light. Me, babe. Cliffy, I'm banging your grandmother. Oh, Christ. Oh, God. That was... That was just as awkward as I had hoped it would be, Cliff. That was just wonderful. Oh, oh my God. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Boy, yeah, Grandma Cliff had a little, uh... She could go, she could go pretty low. She had, some, she had some bass in that old voice of hers. That, that four-piece bathing suit. It's a little tight. It's a little it's a little tight, but I I think I pulled it off. I think I pulled off that song wonderfully. <laughs> we will never be the same. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Super fan Amy has joined. So many super fans just in time for Cliffy Oki. Oh man, Nate, what did you say? I already forgot. I'm too sexy by Scottish Cliff. Oh my god. This is really, this is really going to go downhill. Let's see. I'm too sexy. It's really hard to do Scottish Cliff's voice, so I'll see what I can do. I may, he may need a little help. He may, Scottish Cliff may need a little assistance. Uh, let's see. Let's see here. Get this back a little bit. Check my levels here. There we go. Mm. Mm. Get some water. I've got I've got to get some water, Cliffy, because I'm going to try and sing this air song for you. Cliffy, it looks like my fever's finally broken. It's only a hundred and five instead of a hundred and eight like it was last week after after McDougal and McAngus and McFargus and me all spit in each other's face when they were all playing the big pipes. Curse me kilts, Cliffy. Curse me kilts. All right, Cliff. I'm going to... I'm taking requests here, and I've got one for I'm Too Sexy. By right, said Fred, and by your uncle Scottish Cliff. Here we go. God have mercy on our souls, Cliff. What's happening? I'm too sexy ah. for my love. Too Wait. Sexy for oh. my love. Alright, that's the guy who starts it off. Eight bar instrumental break. So I guess I have to... I have to wait for the instrumental... Oh, I like this tune. I remember this from back in the day. Back in my club days, Cliffy. Oh, here we go. So this is where my Facebook live feed cut out. So I'm going to restart the song. Here we go. So I'm going to restart the audio recording. 
Uh, we got cut off there on Facebook Live, but now we're back. Facebook Live is back. Yeah, Nate says it was too much. That might be true. Shimo's back. All right, all right. We got got the got the crowd filing back in. Apologies. Another a birthday boy podcast first. Scottish Uncle Cliff attempting to sing karaoke. Cliffyoke. I'm too sexy. We got cut off, but now we're back. So let's try this again. And uh, we'll see. One last swig of water for old Scottish. I've got to take one more swig of water. Mm. <laughs> Let's do this again. Alright. 8-bar instrumental break. Let's see if we can resume <laughs> with Cliffy. Okay. A little right said, Fred. Oh, Christ. I knew this was a bad idea. There's no backing out now, Cliffy. We're in this. We're locked in. Here we go. Too sexy for my shirt. All right, here we go. I'm too sexy for my shirt. Too sexy for my shirt. So sexy it hurts. And I'm too sexy for Milan. Too sexy for Milan. New York and Japan. Oi. Uh, another four bar break. Hey, I just want to sing about my sexiness. Here we go. I'm too sexy for your party. Too sexy for your party. No way I'm disco dancing. I'm a model. You know what I mean. And I do my little turn on the catwalk. Yeah, the catwalk. On the catwalk. Yeah. I do my little turn on the catwalk, Cliffy. Yes. Another instrumental break. Well, what's with all the instrumental breaks, Cliffy? You don't hear bagpipes taking a break, even though it's nothing but instrumental, I guess. Here we go with more. Instruments are over. It's time for some sexy singing. I'm too sexy for my car. Too sexy for my car. Too sexy by far. And I'm too sexy for my hat. Too sexy for my hat. What you think about that? I'm a model, you know what I mean, and I do my little turn on the catwalk. Yeah, the catwalk. Ah, the catwalk, yeah. I shake my little tush on the catwalk, Cliffy. Oh, Christ, I feel so good. I feel so sexy now, even more sexy than usual. I'm too sexy for my... Too sexy for my... Too sexy for my oatmeal tasting, cause I'm a model. If you knew what I mean, I do my little turn on the catwalk. Yeah, the catwalk. Oh, the catwalk, yeah. I shake my little tush on the catwalk. I'm too sexy. Oh, it's not to happen. I'm too sexy for my cat. Too sexy for my kilt. Poor pussy. Poor pussy cat. And I'm too sexy for my love. Too sexy for my love. Love's going to leave me. And I'm too sexy for this song. Oh, Cliffy, there's some golden. And not even bagpipes. I'm talking about the real golden pipes there, Cliffy. Yeah, take that, McDougal and McDoof and McAngus. You can shove that up your arse. Check out that too sexy golden pipes. <laughs> oh man, thank you, thank you, Scottish Uncle Cliff. Wow. <laughs> oh, poor pussy. Oh, that poor pussy, Cliff. You know what I mean? 
Oh, it's too sexy for my kilts. Oh, man. <laughs> Thanks, Nate. Amazing. Oh, that's Scottish Uncle Cliff. I didn't know he had it in him. I Frankly, I did not think he had any of it in him at all whatsoever, but... My God, that's the that's the thing about Scottish Uncle Cliff. You think he doesn't have it in him, but then he does. <laughs> hey, Lisa. <laughs> oh, my friend Lisa joining the uh, joining the fun of a little Cliffy Oki. <laughs> that's hilarious. Thanks. <laughs> oh man, I'll uh, I'll take I'll take, or I should say the uh, the Cliff family members. So you've got Scottish Uncle Cliff. Scottish Uncle Cliff, you've got uh, you've got Cliffy Base Cliffy Baseball. It sounds like this. I'm not really sure that uh, Cliffy Baseball would be all that great at singing, but I could give it a whirl. Uh, you've got uh, regular old Uncle Cliff, who sounds like this. <laughs> Encore. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> uh, oh man. I could. I can. Man, I don't know. I don't know if I could do an encore. What do we... Uh, let's vote. Encore. Believe me, I have no interest in doing it again. But Scottish Uncle Cliff might want to, so we can uh, we can make that happen. I can make that happen for you, Lisa. Uh, would anybody else like to hear I'm Too Sexy one more time? <laughs> As an encore, and then, and then we can fucking move on. Because <laughs> uh, I do... There's other songs that I could do. Or the 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 Cliff family members could do. Uh, so I've got yeah. I guess we could do we could do. I'm too sexy one more time. Oh Christ! All right, here we go. So, Grandma Cliff Yentl. <laughs> I could do Grandma Cliff Yentl. I could do. Uh, let's see. I could do. Um, oh, I could do Cousin Cliff. Uh, I did have uh, Uncle Cliff and Cousin Cliff could do the, um, what's that song? Shallow. I know that's a favorite of, of Uncle Cliff and Cousin Cliff. And, you know, Cousin Cliff has that vocal range. You know, he could do that. Uh, Cliffy, it's uh, your Cousin Cliff. I could, I could hit the high notes, Cliff. And then, of course, uh, Uncle Cliff could, uh, could take the low part. So... So we could do we could do Grandma Cliff. I've got Grandma Cliff doing Yentl. I could have Uncle Cliff and Cousin Cliff sing that uh, whatever I just said that song, uh, Shallow, from the uh, from that movie from the Star Is Born, uh, or what was the other one? Grandma Cliff Yentl, or I could do an encore of Scottish Uncle Cliff singing "I'm Too Sexy." Anybody? Anybody have a preference? I mean, hell, we could do all three. I'm not going anywhere. I don't know about you guys, but I'm not going anywhere. So Lisa would like an encore of Scottish Uncle Cliff singing I'm Too Sexy. I'd be happy to do that. Or, again, we could do uh, Uncle Cliff and Cousin Cliff singing Shallow. Or Grandma Cliff could sing Yentl. Cliffy, can you hear me? Oh, my gosh. <sighs> Kimmy, I need more water. God, I don't know. I don't know how Nate. I don't know how you do this every Saturday. And I know you have beer too. You you have you know you keep yourself hydrated with beer. I, I couldn't. I I don't, I don't know how you do it, man. I don't know. Years of practice, right? I guess you're just 
Lisa wants you want Grandma Cliff singing Yentl? Oh my god. Let's see. A little Yentl karaoke. Alright, so we've got we've got Nate voting for Grandma Cliff and we've got Lisa. Oh man, awesome. You child butlers. Thanks, Butler. One and Butler two. Thanks, guys. Yep. Awesome. Uh Mm-mm. All right, we'll we'll do Grandma Cliff doing Yentl. Conditioning. That's yeah. I guess yeah. Yeah, teach me some of your tricks because I I get sucked down this water all night and I it's just yeah. Also, you know, poor poor eating habits don't help. Britney Spears toxic. Yeah, I could do that. Who would sing? I guess Grandma Cliff could sing toxic. All right, let's do. I'll do Grandma Cliff Yentl. Christ, Yentl. Where's that? That song's called Papa. Can you hear me? I think. Papa, can you hear me? Karaoke. Look at that. I already know this as a karaoke because I did this for the uh, when uh, when the Cliff when the Womax uh, did the Broadway Womax style Broadway CD last summer. All right, so here we go. <clears throat> oh, 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 Cliffy, I'm going to sing some karaoke. Uh, we've had many requests for Yentl, and then perhaps maybe I'll, uh, yeah, oh, oh, it's already starting. Oh, there's a whole spoken word thing. I'm supposed to say, uh, God, our Heavenly Father, oh, 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 God, oh, Jesus, God, baby Jesus, oh, Christ, Jesus, Cliffy, and my Father, who is also in heaven. No, he's not. My father's alive. He's 112. May the light of this flickering candle... It's a whole... What the hell is this? A whole... Illuminate the night the way that your spirit illuminates my soul. Oh, God. Oh, that's making me crazy. I'm... It's making me sweat. I'm soaked, Cliffy. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh. Cliffy... Cliffy, can you hear me? Cliffy. Cliffy, can you see me? Cliffy, can you hear me in the night? Cliffy, are you near me? Cliffy, can you hear me? Cliffy, can you help me not be frightened? Looking at the skies, I seem to see a million eyes. Which ones are yours? Where are you now, Cliffy, that yesterday has come and gone and closed its doors? The night is so much darker. The wind is so much colder. The world I see is so much bigger now that I'm alone. Oh, Cliffy, please forgive me. Try to understand me. Cliffy, don't you know I had no choice? Can you hear me praying? Anything I'm saying? Even though the night is filled with voices. I remember everything you taught me. Every book I've ever read. Jesus Christ, this song goes on forever. 
Every book I've ever read Can all the words in all the books Help me face what lies ahead? The trees are so much taller And I feel so much smaller The moon is twice as lonely as And the stars are half as bright Cliffy, how I love you Cliffy, how I need you, my butter boy. Cliffy, how I miss you. Kissing me. Kissing. Ing me. E. Good Christ. Oh, Cliff. That one's for you, my little baby boy. My little butter boy. Birthday boy, baby boy, butter boy. <laughs> oh, Alex, magnum opus for the Cliff family. <laughs> Nate, I'm not crying. <laughs> oh, that just was so moving, wasn't it? Just so moving. All right, so who said, oh, Alex said Britney Spears toxic. Who should sing that, though? Uncle Cliff? Cousin Cliff? I'll do, I'll do Britney Spears toxic. I think, I, I think Uncle Cliff could probably do that. Britney Spears, but a boy. Oh, man, let's see. Britney... Spears Toxic Karaoke Let's see uh, Let me th let me think about this Let me make sure I think <clears throat> Cliff I think Yeah I think I think Uncle Cliff Is the one who's cut out <laughs> Butter boy Oh yes And for those who don't know I call My grandson Cliff Is called I call him my little baby butter boy because when he was just a little small baby infant child boy, he took a full stick of butter and shoved it right up his ass. And he's always been our little baby boy, little butter boy, cliffy boy, baby boy. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, so, so Uncle Cliff. All right, let's do, we'll do a little Britney Spears, a little Uncle Cliff. With Toxic. Uh, Cliff, I'm going to perform uh, one of my favorite karaoke hits. Uh, Cliff, this is your Uncle Cliff. I'm going to sing a little Britney Spears, a little Toxic. Let's see. What's all this? What's all this hullabaloo? Oh, okay. It's this karaoke company. Toxic by Britney Spears. Let's see. I've never done this before, Cliffy. We'll see how it goes. I'm not seeing any words yet, Cliffy. I thought the whole purpose... Oh, here we go. <clears throat> here we go. Baby, can't you see? I'm calling. A guy like you should wear a warning. It's dangerous. I'm falling. Yeah, there we go. There's no escape. I can't wait. I need a hit. Baby, give me it. You're dangerous. And I'm loving it. 
Uh. <clears throat> Too high, can't calm down. Losing my head spinning round and round. Do you feel me now? Uh. Here we go. With a taste of your lips, I'm on a ride. You're toxic, I'm slipping under. Taste of a poison paradise. I'm addicted to you, don't you know that you're toxic? Oh, this is, this is, and I love what you do, don't you know that you're toxic? I may have Cousin Cliff help me out. Oh, it's getting late. To give you up, I took a sip from my devil's cup. Slowly, it's taking over me. <clears throat> Too high, can't calm down. Hey, it's Cousin Cliff. It's in the air all around. Oh, thank you, Cousin Cliffy. Can you feel me now? <clears throat> Here we go. With a taste of your lips, I'm on a ride. You're toxic, I'm slipping under. Taste of a poison paradise. I'm addicted to you, don't you know that you're toxic? And I love what you do, don't you know that you're toxic? Hey, that was my part, Cousin Cliff. Sorry. Don't you, whoop, don't you know that you're toxic? Oh, here, here. Oh, it's really getting interesting now, Cliffy. Oh, this, this seems it's taking a dark turn. I don't know what's happening, but I like it, Cliff. Taste of your lips, I'm on a ride. You're toxic, I'm slipping under. Taste of a poison paradise. I'm addicted to you. Don't you know that you're toxic? taste of your lips i'm on a ride you're toxic i'm slipping under taste of the poison paradise i'm addicted to you don't you know that you're toxic intoxicate intoxicate me now with your loving now i think i'm ready now intoxicate me now with your loving now cliff i think i'm ready now oh well, we, we picked it back up at the end. I think that was, uh, I think that really sizzled Cliffy, uh, Cousin Cliff. Uh, yeah, that was pretty good. My voice didn't even crack during that whole thing. That was, that was, that was nice, Cliffy. I hope you, I hope you heard that song, Cliffy. Oh, man. <laughs> sung, sung like he lived it. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. All right, so... Do we do we really do we want an encore of Scottish Uncle Cliff? <laughs> Are we going to put the birthday boy through one more Scottish Uncle Cliff singing uh, "I'm Too Sexy"? Or do we have another? Uh, I like these. I like these selections that are coming out here. Oh man, this is uh, man. This is a this is a little uh, a little simulation. This is like the the Nate Stengrevix experience, except with no talent. I can't. I I mean, yeah, this guy does this for three hours on a Saturday, and he doesn't stop. 
Like, if it were me, I always think, like, as I'm watching him, I would do, like, that, you know, that Bruce Springsteen thing of, like, I would stop and just, like, talk for 20 minutes just to not have to play songs. And then I would, like, play a little song and then I would talk. I would just, I would just, you know, I would just vamp the whole time. But this Nate, he stops for maybe, like, 10 seconds to say something and then he moves. He's, like, bang, right into the next, right into the next tune. It's unbelievable for three nonstop hours. Oh, my God. I'm telling you. Saturday nights, you have to get on over there on Facebook. Look up Just Nate on Facebook, and you have to watch, tune in. He's live. He was in the basement the first few weeks, and then last week, uh, a lovely setting in uh, what I pre- what I presume was his living room. And uh, yeah, it was quite nice up there, uh, buddy. I, I liked the I liked the the change of scenery. I'm kind of I'm kind of partial to the I like the look of the basement with the old timey guitar hanging up in the background, but. I'm, I'm assuming maybe uh, maybe you get a better maybe there's better Wi-Fi up in the uh, in the main area of the house, but nevertheless, basement living room, uh, you know you could you could play it in the in the kitchen. I, I don't it doesn't matter. Those golden pipes they're going to be golden anywhere anywhere you go. Uh, oh well, I don't even see uh, I don't even see Lisa on there anymore. So maybe maybe I got saved by not having to do it again. All about the Wi-Fi. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you, man. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on to something else because you know if you're listening to the podcast, you can just go back and hear Scottish Uncle Cliff sing uh, "I'm Too Sexy," and <laughs> I'm gonna save my voice for a little bit more. Um, I did want to get into. I did want to, unless anybody has another request, I, uh, there's any more songs that these Cliff family members could do. I think I might, maybe this will be a regular feature every week here on the birthday boy podcast on the live birthday boy pod podcast. Lightning can't strike twice. Is that (laughs) gold? Oh man. Yeah, exactly. Lightning can't strike twice. That's, I think I, I agree with you. I, I think we I think we knocked it out of the I think Scottish Uncle Cliff knocked it out of the park. Uh, the video is going to be available as soon as this is over. You can go back and watch it on Facebook, or you can subscribe on Apple and Spotify and iHeart, and you can listen to Scottish Uncle Cliff sing over and over again. Right said Fred was perfect. I'm not going to argue with you on that one, Nate. I, it was you can't yeah you can't top what has already been topped. It's it's only it's only going to be a disappointment after. After knocking that one out of the park, I think Uncle Scottish Cliff, uh, you know, he can take the rest of the night off. Uh, I would like to do, unless anybody had some songs, I think I think I, I think I'm ready to move on from the, the Cliffy Oki. and I think I'm maybe I'll do that. Come come back with songs for the next week and a, a cousin, a Cliff character, and maybe I'll just do that every week. We'll do some we'll do some Cliffy Oki every Friday, and. Uh, but for right now, I'm gonna I'm gonna move on because I've got I have got a sounding board theater that I just thought was amazing. There's a bunch of them. There's several. I I just I gotta just pick one though because these are okay. I'm gonna try to get get through this as quickly as possible, and then I want to get into some more interactive, fun stuff uh, after after just a little quick sounding board theater. Uh, so. As everybody knows, as I'm trying to find, okay, I got it. Uh, as everybody knows, uh, everything's closed. You can't, you can't really go anywhere uh, unless you, uh, you know, the grocery store and a few other places. 
Uh, but really, it's it's all closed. It's all done for the time being. It sucks. Uh, you know, we don't need to get into that. That's you know, turn on the news for all the things that suck out there. There's plenty of it. Uh, but one of the one of the great things is there's a lot of really um, there's a lot of people who want uh, who want everything to open back up like right now, and not just like a little bit, just everything. Just open it back up, and let's just roll the dice. <laughs> And just see what happens, and uh, and I I get it because everybody you know I would like to have everything open back up too, so I can just like go into a grocery store and know that I can you know get a fucking banana. Um, but you know there's like there's relatively intelligent people who have closed things down based on recommendations of other intelligent people because like you know reasons that we don't need to get into. But uh, so there's a whole petition. Uh, this this lady named uh, Jane Dewey. On this is the Nashua Scoop, which is a new thing uh, that I follow, which is it's similar to the sounding board in that it's exactly the same as the sounding board, just another version. Like you can't just have one; you have to have like twenty of these things. And Nashua has, I think, no fewer than three thousand versions of the sounding board. And this Nashua Scoop is kind of where, kind of where the really interesting characters go. And so somebody has a petition to reopen New Hampshire. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to read this whole thing. It's so long, but some of the highlights here to the governor, to Governor Sununu and the New Hampshire legislature, we the undersigned understand that blah blah COVID-19 highly we understand that it's highly contagious and potentially dangerous virus. We understand that Governor Sununu declared a state of emergency on March 13th. Renewed that on April 3rd until April 24th as authorized, blah, blah, blah. So it's a, you know, that's well-crafted. Uh, we also understand that prior to March 17th, New Hampshire had one of the lowest unemployment rates in the country. So now they're getting into, like, we understand that people are dying all over the world from this and that the entire planet is closed down and locked down and quarantined. Having said that, we haven't been able to go out and do stuff because freedom, uh, we understand that people in New Hampshire are guaranteed, <laughs> we understand that people of New Hampshire are guaranteed certain natural rights, such as the freedom to assemble, freedom to associate, freedom to engage in commerce, freedom to worship, freedom to blah, blah, blah. We believe free adults should be able to make their own decisions and assume the consequences of their actions, and people who are at risk or fear they are at risk have the right to isolate themselves. Uh, we believe the emergency ordered are Emergency orders are arbitrary and unbalanced, particularly in determining essential and non-essential organizations and allowing people to assemble in a supermarket, but not in their place of work or community. Blah 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 blah. We could, I mean, there's a, there's a difference between like an office and a supermarket. I guess that part was missed by the uh, by the author of this petition. Uh, anyways, we believe that the occasion of this virus does not warrant the suspension of liberty that has been attempted. And that many citizens of New Hampshire are suffering undue hardships from loss of livelihood, purpose, and community. And that such a, such a suspension of liberty is unwarranted. And now, public liberty is manifestly endangered. Therefore, we, the undersigned, hereby petition Governor Sununu and his declared state of emergency to allow free adults to make their own decisions about whether they want to open their businesses and other organizations, seek gainful employment, or patronize businesses and other organizations, as is their right. So basically... Hey, we heard that everybody's uh, like gonna die if we go out in public because like it's already happened for the last like four months. We heard that, but I'd really like to go out and get a cheeseburger at a restaurant. So please, uh, can you just open everything back up? 
so that we can make a choice to go. Because, you know, if there's one thing that large groups of people do is they make good choices. That the public in general, one thing that we're known to do, particularly as Americans in large groups, is to make really, really good choices, sound decisions. Uh, you know, and, and without, you know, without Big Brother telling us to stay home. Uh, so naturally, Jane Dewey and her petition wants to, uh, wants to get everything opened up. And so that, if you want to stay home, you can stay home. And if you want to, if you want your, express your liberties and go out there and get a goddamn cheeseburger at Red Robin, then you should be able to do it. And, uh, luckily, um, Jane Dewey's... You see, you never know with New Hampshire because you get a post like that, and sometimes you say, "Oh my God, look at everybody's agreeing! All these people are like want to just go out and open everything back up and sneeze on each other." Uh, but luckily, um, yeah, there's a lot of people who uh, just pounced on her, and I thought it was quite entertaining. Uh, how about we don't go out until it's the right time? That board get an essential job, go around town and pick up some trash. Uh, so fools run out, and we become like our neighbors in Massachusetts. No thanks. Amazon is hiring for anyone who really wants to work. And then Jane Dewey says, And people who lose their business in the process, you seem to not care about them at all. And uh, and the person who said that responds and said, uh, I'm a small business owner. I would rather lose my livelihood than risk people being infected at my stores. Oops. Uh, yeah, and it just goes on and on. If we reopen, we could end up with a surge of cases, blah, 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 blah. Grocery stores, gas stations, all basically they're suggesting like, hey, if you want to go outside and have some fun, hey, the grocery store is hiring. Gas stations are hiring. Amazon's hiring. Go out there. Go out and enjoy. Because there's a lot of, you know, look how much fun all those people working at the grocery stores are having. When you go up and there's a giant plexiglass chamber that they're that they're sealed in now and you could like slide your credit card under the little hole into the machine and like they don't even I, w I was at the grocery store on Thursday and like outside of I mean this is like perfect for me because I, I hate small talk but even when I left and I said I thank them profusely you know the poor guy who has to like talk to me and then the other poor guy who has to bag my groceries and I was just like hey you know thank you guys so much I really appreciate it you know be well whatever uh, and they just, they're, they're in the habit of not talking unless they absolutely have to, which I can't blame them. So like Jane Dewey wants everything reopened because ev evidently she's gone into the grocery store and sees how much fun those cashiers are having. What a blast they're having touching all the, uh, all the money and, uh, and all the, all the groceries that somebody else has just touched. And like after coughing to their hands, after walking the wrong way up and down the aisle, uh, yeah, somebody kindly says, I don't think you'll get many signatures. Uh, he's thinking about the safety of the citizens of New Hampshire. Now is not the time to reopen New Hampshire. It's too early. And then Jane Dewey responds, So you need to be told to stay home? No, actually, but Jane Dewey, you do need to be told to stay home. I think that's the point that you're missing. She goes, I'm staying home even after the restrictions are limited. I'd say I'm, ex <laughs> I'd say I'm extremely smart. I just don't want to see businesses destroyed in the process. I live with a person who's in the high-risk category. No matter when the ban is lifted, we'll continue to do what we've been doing. So, so Jane Dewey wants to reopen everything. She lives with a high-risk person, uh, wants to go out, but is actually not going to go out. So that's just to sum up. Jane. Oh, and she's extremely smart, according to Jane Dewey. 
So if Jane Dewey says that Jane Dewey's smart, you know Jane Dewey is smart. Uh, and then uh, it just goes it just goes on and on. Uh, somebody says this is the dumbest post, honestly, and that's where it just it just kind of descends. Uh, it's nonstop. If everything gets canceled and you have to stay home and nothing happens, please try to remember that's the point. I mean, it's it's pretty simple stuff. And then Jane Dewey responds, "No one is forcing you to go out. Stay home." Okay. <laughs> yeah, nobody's forcing you to go out, but they're forcing you. They're not forcing you to stay in either. It's not so much. This is where like these like the live for your die people come in and they're like, eh, "Nobody's gonna take away my liberties. I live free or die." Which basically translates to, oh, okay, so you want to just, instead of live free or die, uh, live free and go kill everybody by spreading the germs because I don't want the government telling me to stay home just because it's going to save thousands and thousands of lives because it's my liberties and I want to go to Red Robin and get a cheeseburger. It's almost starting to sound like Dr. Ducks. Because I want to go to get the drinks with the ladies and have the auditions, you're, you're trampling my liberties, you see, to mix drinks and have a pudding pop, uh, right, Cliffy? Oh, my Christ. So, uh, yeah, so somebody goes, I stay home. My small business has been closed since March. I have zero money coming in. I'm not signing this. Uh, Jane Dewey. We don't need to be ruled at... Actually, we literally do because you're proving by being such a numbnuts that we absolutely need to be ruled. <laughs> pudding pops or die, says Nate. Give me pudding pops or give me death. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, no effing way. Uh, well-intended, not the right timing, uh, to say the least. I get it. We're all bored. We're all broke. But we're all alive. That's the point. Some people do get that. And others, but my liberties. <laughs> I guess we'll just go and be like corpses. At I'm going to go to Red Robin, and I'm going to get the COVID, but at least I'm free eating my cheeseburger, and then I'll be dead in two weeks. But at least I died eating my Red Robin cheeseburger. And Magello Pudding Pops. Uh, let's see. Yeah, then somebody brings up people who, uh, Virginia pastor who defiantly held church services <laughs> dies of coronavirus. <laughs> oh, man. I guess those, uh, like that lady who was, what did she say? She was doused in the blood of Jesus, bathed in, It's. it basically sounded like she committed murder. I'm, I'm, I'm covered in the blood of Jesus. I'm not going to get COVID. And Jane Dewey. So what? He made a choice. Even with the rule, he defied it. We are free people. Live with your decisions or not. So what? So what if he died because he violated the order that was trying to keep people from dying and then he did exactly what we're trying to keep people from doing? At least he was able to do it. Oh, man. This is so good. I understand the feeling, but not a smart or healthy idea, so it's a no. I cannot believe this petition petition is a thing. Get real. And then somebody, uh, just another idiot who <laughs> doesn't understand that the purpose of social distancing isn't to strip you of your natural And this thing goes on forever. Uh, just making the same point that like most of us know. And it's just, it's just so fantastic. 
We have no immunity from this virus, none. Until there's a vaccine, everyone's exposed, blah, 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 blah. Do you want to be the one who they decide not to give the last ventilator to? And then here's Jane. Many people are recovering. You are misleading people. I live with a person at risk. I'll continue the practice of social distancing and staying home. I don't need to kill off my neighbor's business in the process. I don't need to kill the business in the process. Oh, my God. So, it just goes on. Yeah, you are out of your mind. That's a no. <laughs> Somebody has a Steve Harvey. You're Steve Harvey. You're a full-blown crazy. Uh, is this for real? Nope, not signing. So dangerous. No way. Not a chance. No. Very stupid. Selfish. Idiot. Ignorant. <laughs> uh, this is ridiculous. This is stupid. You're stupid. You're stupid. You're dumb. Uh, yeah, and really, this thing just goes on. This just goes on forever. And then the only sad part is, yeah, wow, this is insane. No way. No thank you. Yeah, this is dumb. Uh, nuts. Le this is nuts. Let's not undo the progress we've made. It just goes on for forever, honestly. I'm not sure if there's an end to this, except they did turn off the comments. Sounds like someone has gone crazy and can't think straight. Are people really signing this nonsense? This is a health emergency. It's because of people like you that this craziness won't be over with anytime soon. Uh, somebody has a gif of a guy going like this, which I think is pretty... Yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty good. Wow, if this isn't the dumbest shit, uh, no way I support this. Why the F would you sign this? By the way, not only did a few people sign this. Let's see. What's the total now? I hope it's not much more than it was yesterday. Because it was like, oh my god. Yesterday, I thought it was pretty high. They had about 500, a little over 500 people had signed this petition. They now have 3,430. Oh, man. So, yeah, congrats. Well, we got 3,000 people signing. They're going to open up my Red Robin soon enough, and I'm going to get that cheeseburger. Except I'm not leaving my house because... <laughs> but I want everybody else to be able to leave the house. Oh, man. I would like to get the pudding snacks and the pudding pops, so you need to open as soon as possible, please. Oh, unbelievable. Wow, three, th almost, what, 3,400? So there you go. Live stupid. Live free and stupid. Live stupid and die, whatever you want to call it. Oh, man, that's so good. So, all right. Uh, I've got some, I've got some more stuff that I wanted to get to. Are you guys? Yeah. Amy, people are such dumb fucks. That's, that sums it up. They are, they are dumb. People are dumb. And the thing that, uh, you know, the other thing that's going to happen is like the dumb people will go out and somehow like the smart people end up getting killed off. See, I told you I'm still alive. So what if I killed off those 15 people that I coughed on at the salad bar? I'm still alive. I get to have my liberties. Oh, so good. Um, yeah. The freedom. The freedom. The freedom. will take my liberties. Anyways. So. <laughs> uh. Yeah, so we're going to, uh, anybody wanted to, I have some, I wanted to talk about 
TV theme songs. I thought this would be a fun way to be somewhat interactive and for me to not have to sing in any way, shape, or form. So I wanted to do this on the podcast before the days of going live. I wanted to do this months ago, but then then Howard Stern kind of did the same thing. And not that not that anybody, Howard Stern or anyone even remotely close to him, would be listening to this podcast. But I didn't, you know, I didn't want to be like, oh, I'm, he's copying Howard Stern. Howard Stern did this, and then a week later, the birthday boy is doing it. Um, which is, uh, I wanted to talk about something that's near and dear to me, which is television. And uh, I wanted to play some, we'll go through and talk about some of the best TV theme songs of all time. Doesn't that sound fun? It sounds fun to me. I hope it sounds fun to you. Howard Stern did this a few weeks ago. And, you know, he skipped over a bunch as I'm, like, yelling at my radio, like, hey, he's, why isn't he playing this one? Um, but really, before Howard Stern did it, like, 20 years ago, when I was first dating uh, a young Kimmy Bilka, now Kimmy Hopkins, and I remember being on the phone with her one time and just playing a ton of theme songs, and we were just listing theme songs, TV sitcom theme songs and things like that back and forth to each other. So I, I want to play a few. I want to play a few of my favorite because it's uh, what the hell? Why not? It's fun. It's fun to talk about TV, and I, I might do this, uh, you know, as a regular thing too. I'll play a few, and feel free, feel free to shout out some of your favorite sitcoms too. We can talk about what's what's your favorite uh, sitcom theme song. Uh, I've got a few. I've got well, let's be honest. I've got. Uh, this list, there's 51, 62, but that's only because uh, I, I had, I had like, this was during like 10 minutes that I had to kill between meetings, and I just went through in my in my brain and went through some of these, and there's so much, there's so many. Um, I'll start off with here's one of my favorites, and uh, let's see if you, let's see if you. Uh, well, I'm sure you know. Everybody knows this. Here we go. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, shit. Let's just leave that. There he is. Good old Balky. Cousin Balky. Cousin Laddie. Oh. All right. Perfect Strangers. That's one of my favorites. I just love that show. And I love that song. And on the same note... How about this one? The Family Matters theme song, Cliffy. Oh, yeah. Reginald Vell Johnson. Carl Winslow. Oh, no. Oh, phew. I was having connection issues. Hopefully... Man. You know, I think what's happening here is, like... If you'll... No Do you notice, as we go along every day, like, more and more people are doing these live things? Like, on Facebook, Instagram, it's... Twitter, it's nothing but live stuff, because, like, what else is anybody going to do? So, like, because I have, uh, I'll be honest, uh, I don't have a huge living space, and I have, I have, 
a, a Wi-Fi router that's meant for a much bigger area. And uh, as such, we have fantastic Wi-Fi. So I'm not... Uh, I'm not taking any. This is this is no fault. I'm not taking any blame. I'm not taking any responsibility, as somebody else recently said. Um, anybody have any theme songs that they want to hear? Anybody have any favorite TV theme songs out there? I'll play another one. One of my absolute favorites. It doesn't have to be a sitcom. It could be a cartoon. I don't care. Drama, sitcom, '80s, '90s, any decade. Uh, let's see. Here's one of my. Absolute favorites. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Kimmy! <laughs> uh, Kimmy Hopkins would like to hear a Law & Order theme song. Any other Knight Rider fans out there? Yeah. Oh man, one of my favorite shows. Lisa, Alex, uh, Alex Newbold, and I were talking about this the other day because I was listening to some. Uh, I was listening to some Laura Branigan, as one does, and I was, you know, doing some work, listening to Gloria, listening to uh, Self Control, dancing a little bit. Uh, perhaps that'll be uh, Cliffy Oki, a future Cliffy Oki, and do a little Laura Branigan. And uh, I was talking about the Halloween episode of Knight Rider because I love that intro because they play Laura Branigan, self-control, and it's the Halloween party, and Bonnie witnesses a, a, a gorilla, a guy in a gorilla suit murders some some poor woman, and then Michael is on the scene the next day to investigate. And it's one of my one of my favorites. Let's see. Here we go. There you go, Kimmy. Your favorite song from your favorite show. And by favorite, I mean... Least favorite? You remember... Lisa remembers that episode? So, Lisa, you're a Knight Rider fan? That's fantastic. Oh my god, this... How can anybody... I just... I'll never... I'll never fully understand... <laughs> Kimmy... Uh. I'll never fully understand the Law and Order thing. I mean, it's like, okay, well, I saw the one episode where the girl got raped, and then the other episode where the girl got murdered, and then the other episode where the girl got raped and murdered, and then they just, like, it seems like they just did that 500 times over. Oh, it's a new rape. Unlike last week's. And, and, and it's like, oh, my God, isn't it like, isn't life... Isn't the world shitty enough? And you don't want to watch an hour of Law and Order every week with like the rapes and the murders. Yeah, I. Yeah. Anyway, here's another classic. I mean, this is this is everybody's everybody's loves to sing along to this one. I mean, come on. And I think this is the extended. This is the extended version, the Fresh Prince theme song. Oh. You know, Fresh Prince of Bel Air group sing along, yeah. <laughs> In West Philadelphia, born and raised. It's. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what's the hardest thing in the world to do. Listen to this song. I dare you to get through this song without singing it. Impossible. <laughs> 
It's very difficult for me right now. I'm actually... I'm I'm trying I'm challenging myself to see if I have the willpower to not to not sing this song. It's very difficult. I love the extended version of this though. You remember when the nineties, like once in a while you would catch the extended version on syndication? I would rush to the VCR to try and tape it, like, well, we're never gonna see this again! This only happens once every five years. <laughs> Nothing makes you feel more white. And trying to sing, absolutely, it's the whitest thing ever. Singing the Fresh Prince song, but God damn it, it's impossible not to. This <sighs> is—it's very difficult. I'm sure you're all singing along with this. I'm—I have to like—I'm looking out the window trying to think of something else because it's—I'm telling you that should be a challenge. Get a bunch of white kids who grew up in the '90s. Put them in a room, play this song, and whoever, it, it, you know, it'll be like Last Man Standing. Whoever whoever can go through that entire song without even uttering a single lyric, uh, you know, wins a DVD box set of Fresh Prince. I don't know. It's just, it's impossible. It's impossible. Here's one of my favorites. One of the all-time greats. Maybe the all-time. I mean, this is just... Same as Fresh Prince. Very difficult. I'm really challenging myself. This way. We finally got a piece of the pie. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. On the grill. Louder to Ryan. To get up here. Couldn't do it. Thought I could make it through the Jeffersons. I can't believe I made it through Fresh Prince. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Moving on up. Moving on up. Deluxe apartment in the sky. Oh. By the way, George, this is going to be a weird... <laughs> Man, I feel old. Yeah. Oh my god. I love it. I could listen to that. I could dance. And and if anybody I, I, I probably nobody, but there's a character on Star Trek Discovery called Saru and he does this slow walk with his hands like behind his back and it just looks like a slow version of George Jefferson, you know, he would walk the same way with his hands behind his back. And I always wonder, is that intentional? Is that like a weird sci-fi Star Trek homage to George Jefferson? Yeah, I thought I could make it through that. I couldn't I couldn't make it through without... Uh... You know what's one that I hadn't heard in forever? Uh, and I used to watch this show. And I've, I actually kind of forgot the theme song. And then I heard it and it just like... Boy, the memories came flooding back. Here we go. See if you know this one. More you learn, the less you know. Anybody know that one? Yeah, I hadn't heard this in forever. Probably since the show was on the air. So 30, 
some odd year, years ago. Yeah, it's a good song. It's a good show. I like this show. This is, in fact, the Hogan family, once known as Valerie's family, but of course, Valerie Harper uh, demanded more money, and they said, go fuck yourself, and so they killed her character off in a car crash and replaced her with the lovely Sandy Duncan, who I think was better than Valerie. I think a lot of people felt that she was, yeah, she brought a, she brought a certain charm to that show uh, that Valerie Harper just didn't have. Uh, may she rest in peace, Valerie Harper. But yeah, I liked I liked it when Valerie's family became the Hogan family. Anybody anybody have any theme tunes? Anybody have any theme tunes you want to hear? Write the theme tune. Sing the theme tune. There's so many. I have this huge list. I mean, there's uh, 100% am not going to go through all of these. I mean, here's one, but uh, this is one of the all-time greats. Sounds a lot like the theme song from Cliffy's Place. It actually... Cheers, obviously. I don't think that needs to be said, but uh, hearing hearing the actual Cheers theme song after doing the after doing the parody uh, Cliffy's Place theme song set to the same music last summer when I did the the fake sitcom episode on the podcast of Cliffy's Place. Uh, listening to the actual Cheers song sounds weird because I've heard Cliffy's Place. Yeah, it's one of the best. Here's one of my favorites. Yeah. Love that Cheers. Uh, holy shit, how long is this theme song? My god, it goes on forever. Well, anyways. Yeah. Did you see that this is coming back? The, uh... Punky Brewster? She's... I love this song. Punky Brewster, you know, she's grown up now, obviously, Soleil Moon Fry, and uh, she's got kids of her own, and just like, you know, Raven's Home and Fuller House and all that stuff, it's like, and Girl Meets World, uh, they're, you know, they're bringing in the, the parents who grew up on this stuff and getting their kids into the uh, into the shit that they liked. I, I, don't, I don't know how interested I am for a new Punky Brewster. I mean, that was a lot of the charm was her being a being a kid, and you know now she's a mom, and I don't know. Yeah, that's another classic, Amy. That is a horrible quality. That doesn't even sound like the right one. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, here's here's a better version. Oh, that's not it. What the hell? Anyway. We got a lot of... There we go. Better quality. Much better quality. Zach Attack. Oh, man. We, we really had it all, didn't we, us, uh, 
us 90s, 80s and 90s kids. I'll play a couple more, and then uh, and then I, you know, we'll s- leave them leave them wanting more for next week, right? Uh, let's see. Anybody have any that they want to hear? Because I've got uh, here's one that I just this is one of my favorites. Speaking of that that era. Mr. Ernst. Hey, Mr. E. You know, and nobody knows whatever happened to Danny from Hey Dude. Like, some people say that he was... That he died. And there's just... There's absolutely no... There's nothing. Any of the people from the show, like, nobody's in contact with them. You can't find anything. Trust me, I've researched. I've scoured the ends of the internet trying to find Danny from Hey Dude. Joe Torres. Of that killer cacti. Hey, dude. Hiya, Mr. E. And on that note, how about... Uh... <laughs> One of my favorites. Oh man. Ugh. Hard to not sing this one either. Oh, Budnick. Budnick, you asshole. Oh my god. That's so good. There's so many songs. I, look at this. I have... Yeah. Uh, it's a classic. How about... Oh my gosh. There's just... There's so many. There's so many. Here's one. How about this? How about this? Is this the... Uh, yeah. Okay. A little... Oh man. So good. Just a good show. And a great theme song. How do you not love that? I hope they get things started. All right, one one last one, one last one, and then I'll be done, and then I'll and then that'll be it. Last one, last one. All right. What the hell is this? Oh, here we go, here we go. All right. Another favorite. Oh, childhood. <laughs> oh, my God. There's so many. It's, you know, it's when you actually sit down, and this was like 10 minutes of 
Oh, I'm gonna play one more. This is a little more obscure, but it's one of my favorite cartoons. And the kids are like, what the hell? Uh, this is one last one. If anybody remembers the late 80s Nickelodeon cartoons, a spinoff from Danger Mouse, the one and only Count Ducula. Let's just get to it. Oh wait, here we go. Did anybody, anybody else watch Count Ducula? I, I can't tell you how much I love this show. Uh, and then finally, speaking of ducks, you could really do the whole Disney afternoon, but. Oh, man. Alright. And then the fact that you had DuckTales, and the fact that they have the new DuckTales, and it's just as good as the old DuckTales. It's so... The new DuckTales is so good. The old DuckTales is so good. It's just quality programming. So much of it. I watch the new DuckTales more than my kids do. I'll find myself... Just sitting on the couch with the with my phone, watching Ducktales, and then they kind of like, oh yeah, Ducktales, cool, and then eh, fuck you. No, fuck you, because I'm gonna watch Ducktales, and you're not, and though you're lost, because I'm watching Ducktales. Before there was Uncle Cliffy, there was Scrooge McDuck. Curse me kilts, bless me bagpipes. Oh man, all right. This has gone on. This is a. This has been a lengthy episode, but there's so much. I. I think we're gonna. I think we'll do more next week. We'll do more Cliffy Oki next week. I think that was fun. There's some possibilities there. There's some possibilities for fun, and more importantly, there's a lot of possibilities to humiliate me, and that's what the Birthday Boy Podcast is all about. And I think you know maybe we'll we'll talk about more TV theme songs. You can come back and tell me some of your favorites, and we'll play them. Saturday Supercade. Yeah, play that. Play some Saturday Supercade. Supercade theme. Saturday Supercade. Opening. Holy shit. Let's, let's see. Tell me if this is the right one, Shimo. Oh my god, yeah. Is this the version that you, uh, is this the right version? Ooh. Many players turned off for videos made for kids. Oh, okay. I'm used to minimizing videos on YouTube and they keep on playing. Okay, that made me think of one more because I hadn't heard this theme song or I was trying to remember this show for like years I was thinking I could picture the song the show and I know they did it was a cartoon and they did singing and I couldn't remember yep that was the right one cool um all pretty much the same oh okay 
uh, I don't, I honestly, Shimo, I don't have a lot of memories of the Saturday Supercade theme song. I mean, I watched all the Saturday morning cartoons, but I don't, I don't recall that, uh, that intro, but here's one that I remembered from back in the day. And I hadn't, I, I couldn't remember the name of this show. And then in searching for theme songs earlier today, this one came up on YouTube and it like, wow, took me back. Let's see here. If anybody remembers this one. So this this starts out. It's a bunch of teens, a bunch of kids, and they're on their little uh, Vespas and their little car, heading to the storage unit to rock out. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, years before Captain N, the game master, got sucked into. The video game world, these kids got sucked into the cartoon world. This show was called Kid Video, K-I-D-D, Video. Yeah. And it has this guy, and I'm pretty sure his name was Master Blaster. I could be wrong. But he sucked these kids from the real world into the cartoon world so they could be his musical slaves and sing for him and play songs in cartoon form and I'm not really sure what else happened beyond that maybe they were just trying to escape every week I don't remember but I loved this yes oh is that Casey 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 that's Casey Casey count you down kid video we return after these messages yeah, man, I, I don't, yeah, I, I mean, I, I watched Saturday morning cartoons, but I don't remember, and I know Saturday Supercade, I just don't remember that song, oddly enough, but I remember, I mean, I watched, yeah, I watched Smurfs, and then later on the Punky Brewster cartoon, yeah, all that, all that jazz, Alvin and the Chipmunks, there's another classic, uh, yeah, all right, any, does anybody, anybody have any, uh, TV Theme songs, any other cartoons, sitcoms, you name it. There's so many, really. And when you sit down, it's just funny. Like this, this was just a just a brand. Yeah, Atari 2600 days. Yeah, absolutely. Man, when I was four, I don't. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of the first time that I even knew about video games. I mean, yeah, I guess it would have been around that time, but I didn't. I didn't have. I didn't have video games for a while. Yeah, I know that's when. I mean, I, yeah, I guess, I guess Jared Bennett's house playing his Nintendo, Double J, he had a Nintendo pretty early on. That was probably it. That was probably the first, my first taste of the Nintendo, and then it would be a good while before before I had one of my own. Oh man. Um. Oh yeah, there's a good one, Shimo. Do do do. Let's check it out. This is a good one. Shimo played Nintendo at Jared's first also. Yeah. Yeah, for me, it was either Jared... It was either Jared or Double J. 
Yo, ah, see. Well, anyway. Uh, and then my, another, on that note, let's see. When they had those Nicktoons, it was Doug, Rugrats, and Ren and Stimpy. Doug was my favorite of the three. I hated Rugrats. And I, yeah, I also liked Ren and Stimpy. Doug. When Kimmy and I first started dating, we would go to her house before we had to go to our shift at KB Toys. And Doug was on at the same time as Kids in the Hall. And I refused to watch Kids in the Hall because I thought Doug was way better. And then eventually Kimmy broke me down and I started slowly what we would... It was like 90-10. And then we started watching a little bit more of Kids in the Hall. Then it was like 50-50. And then eventually... Um, and then eventually I just was like, wow, Kids in the Hall, this show is so fucking great. And uh, speaking of Kids in the Hall... If I could spell kids in the hall theme song, that's uh, that's a nice one. This song just makes me happy. This show makes me happy. It's one of my favorite shows. I always forget when I'm listing my favorite shows, and I think of like Curb Your Enthusiasm, Simpsons, Seinfeld, The Office, Sunny in Philadelphia, Mad Men, and I... Uh, Kids in the Hall is that's in my top ten for sure. It's it's one of the best. And Kimmy gave that to me. That was the gift that's that Kimmy gave to me. The first the first gift of love that Kimmy gave to me was Kids in the Hall. And I would just make fun of. I said this show's so stupid. Uh, it's for idiots. Um, and then I watched it and was like, oh man, I'm an idiot because this show's quite good. And it's still one of my favorite fucking shows ever. Uh, so great. So, all right. I th- I think we're yeah. We'll have many we'll have many weeks of quarantine to get through this list of of TV theme songs as well as any TV theme songs that aren't on this list that you can provide to me and we can play them here on the Birthday Boy podcast and have fun and be interactive because that's that's what I want to do. I mean, I got. You know, sounding board theater and stuff where I just talk is fine, but I like uh, I like the interactive uh, bullshit that is really the whole purpose of the Facebook Live thing. So I think that's uh, I think we'll keep doing that. I think we'll keep uh, we'll keep Cliffy Oki in the rotation. Um, if if we like that, we'll we'll keep we'll keep torturing uh, the Womack family members, and we'll have Cliffy Oki, and hopefully, if I can get the real. What, I, what would be nice is if I could get the real Cliff on here, and then he could, to have the real Cliff in the Facebook Live requesting songs from his f- fake family members that I would then sing, and he could get to listen and enjoy them, that's what I would like to have. But anyway, I think I'm going to wrap it up, because we're almost at, wow, we're almost at two hours. We're, we are at two hours, actually. Uh, 6.30 is when we started. And I'm I'm not I'm not Nathan Stengrevix. I don't have the... Uh, I don't have the uh, the endurance to go for three full hours rocking out, playing tunes. Uh, but I do have the endurance to sit on the couch and watch Nate, watch Just Nate tomorrow night at 7 on Facebook Live. I'll be there, and I can't wait. Um, he'll play. He's going to play Karma Police this time. I know he will. I just know he will. 
I just know he's going to play Karma Police this time. I just have a, I have a good feeling deep down inside. Oh, man. It's going to be a good time. I'm enjoying it. Uh, doing this live stuff every Friday. Watching Just Nate live every Saturday. It's fun. And not having to leave the house is the best part because I love not leaving the house. All right. I think I'm going to wrap it up. And uh, I can only talk for 10 seconds at a time. Yeah. It's... <laughs> You are magnificent. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Right back at you, my man. You are, you too. You are sensational. And uh, yeah, I urge anybody, whether you're watching this on Facebook Live or you're listening later on on the audio uh, on, on Apple or Spotify or iHeart or Google or any of those other places, uh, yeah, do go on Facebook and follow Just Nate and watch his Saturday night performances it's three hours of tunes and you can request songs and there's like you know he has almost as many people watching as i do i have i have three right now i think i got up to like six or seven at one point he has like anywhere from like a hundred to well over 200 um you'll get there someday buddy you'll get to oh i've got four right now so you'll you'll get there nate just keep keep at it (laughs) you'll have an audience like me one of these days um, yeah, but it's, it's such a good time and I've had a good time. This has been great. I love doing this on Friday night. Uh, I always dread it. Not, not out of like nerves or anything like that, but just purely out of laziness because I dreaded it long before I did the Facebook live version of the podcast. Um, just thinking about doing the audio version of the podcast every week. I say like, I'm done. I'm not going to do this. And it's not, it's not for any, any one emotion or anything like that. It's just pure laziness. Because that is, well, you know, most people are, you know, 80% water and all that stuff. And I'm like 80% laziness. 80% lazy with a sprinkle of shiftless, shiftlessness. Uh, but I'm going to keep doing this every Friday. As long as we're quarantined, I think I'm going to try to, I'm going to commit to that. As long as I'm free of the COVID, which so far so good. Uh, I'll be back here every Friday at 630. And we'll keep doing this podcast and uh, and we'll do Cliffy Oki and we'll do these tunes and theme songs and all the other bullshit. Uh, yeah, we'll have some fun. We'll keep it interactive, keep it fun. Thanks, gang. Thank you to Kimmy, to Shimo, Stephanie and Nate, Amy and uh, everybody, and Lisa and Alex and everybody else who, uh, who came on to listen live and watch live. I had fun. I hope you did too. I hope you'll be back next week. Uh, I will be back next week at 6.30 Eastern on Facebook Live. I hope you'll be there. We'll have some fun, do all kinds of crazy bullshit. Who knows what else we'll do. All right. Thanks for thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. I love you guys. You're the best. And uh, we'll see you next time right here on the COVID-19 Global Pandemic Edition of the Birthday Boy Podcast. This has been Episode 46. We'll see you next time for Episode 47 live on Facebook. And uh, stay safe out there, gang. Have a great week. We'll see you next time. We'll talk to you next time. All right. Thanks for listening. Later, Gators. Thanks, Shimo. Great show, kid. Thanks, buddy. Love you, man. Love you guys. All right. We're out of here. The Corona Kid. (laughs) The Corona Kid will be back for more Corona fun next week, each and every Friday, 6.30 Eastern Time, right here. On the USA Network. I mean, on Facebook Live. All right. Later, Gators. Gators.